0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some new numbers are looking at the cost of the opioid crisis in Canada and specifically here in B.C., taking a look at not only the human cost, the thousands of lives lost, but also the financial costs of the crisis. And joining us now to talk a bit more about this is Timothy Renshaw, editor-at-large of Business in Vancouver. Timothy, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks for your interest in the story.
0: Oh, I know you've written about this and, and taking a look at these numbers. Can you t- talk to us a little bit about what it says about the financial costs when we're looking at lost productivity, uh, premature deaths, and what that looks like?
1: Well, it looks uh, it looks big. is what it looks like. I mean, it's, um, it's into the billions of dollars, you know, I think uh, something along the lines, but for the whole of, of Canada, uh, if we look at just opioids, um, it looks around just a little over seven billion dollars a year in health and productivity costs. You know, and I mean, it, it's kind of difficult to assess exactly what that uh, is, but um, you know, it's it, it is a, a significant cost, and that's just the financial part of it.
0: Right. And that's looking, so if I'm reading the numbers correctly, that's looking at uh, taking kind of a snapshot of what was happening in 2020?
1: That's correct. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, if anything, it's probably more than that now.
0: And we, we do talk a lot about the human cost and trying to find ways to stop losing six people every day to illicit dr- drug deaths just in this province, not even right across the country. Uh, but looking at the financial costs as well, uh, how did the how did the numbers work as far as looking at things like lost productivity, uh, health care costs? And, and does it go in or does it break those numbers down?
1: Uh, I think it's difficult to uh, break those out exactly. You know, I think um, part of the uh, uh, focus of the uh, story is looking at, you know, uh, what, uh, uh, w- 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 where uh, solutions could be found in this, and um, uh, the, I think the key issue uh, around this is that really the supply is is very difficult to control. Mm, because the uh, uh, fentanyl uh, drug is so much more powerful than, say, you know, more traditional kind of uh, drugs such as uh, heroin. Uh, so it, it's very easy to move around, very easy to um, smuggle because, it's, uh, you know, you don't need as much. And uh, it's very easy to move uh, the operations and manufacturing of, of these drugs, uh, which a lot of this uh, issue started with prescription. Uh, drugs, uh, prescription of fentanyl and uh, synthetic opioids. So um, uh, it's it's a little bit different from you know the, what you look at the traditional heroin and cocaine and that sort of thing.
0: Right. And I know you have have quoted the chief coroner in your article on this, and she's certainly been on this station talking about this as well and how the drugs are changing and not responding as much to things like naloxone and with the health care that's associated with that as well. Uh, one part of it, as far as the costs, again, the costs on uh, the people who are, are losing their lives or becoming uh, or who are suffering the negative consequences of repeated overdose, uh, as well as, as these new results. Resistant or more resistant drugs.
1: Yeah, that's right, and uh, of course, you know, the main uh, issue in, in the death, etc., is the fact that there's, uh, uh, there's no telling what is in drugs that you might buy on the street. And uh, so, you know, it's really a, a total uh, crapshoot as far as um, uh, how strong, how much is in it, what is in it, uh, and, you know, because there's no consistency of control. Anybody who might be using drugs, uh, not uh, addicted, maybe, but just as a recreational uh, uh, use is really, um, you know, rolling the dice.
0: I know you make mention as well, and not that it's the same thing, but taking a look at what's happening in b c and also comparing that to what's going on in the United States when talking about synthetic opioids and the death toll in the states what kind of similarities are there between those two jurisdictions
1: uh, well the fact that um, you know the death rate is 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 huge and uh, it, it hasn't um, it hasn't been reduced over the uh over the past uh, you know 20 years or so this has been going on so uh it, you know north america is one of the, the major if not the biggest market for synthetic opioids uh, a lot of which uh, most of which comes in from either mexico or uh it is manufactured in places like india uh, most of the uh the raw chemicals and precursors are produced in china so um I think the similarity is that uh, Canada and the U.S. are are major targets uh, and major lucrative markets for uh, dealers and manufacturers of synthetic opioids.
0: And is there a a big difference as far as what you're seeing right now? And I know you you write a bit about this as well in what we've heard from the U.S. president, what we're hearing from officials here in what they're doing to try and tackle this.
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, I mean... uh, Tackling it is is uh, is different because I mean it's difficult because I mean this didn't start overnight and it's not going to end overnight. So I think there's uh there's a need uh, uh, right up and down the whole uh, supply chain of this for some accountability and some realization of how dangerous this all is. I mean. Um, uh you know government accountability as far as you know the money and uh, the, the programs et cetera that need to be in place uh accountability from uh, law enforcement to try and at least uh, stem the tide of the supply also in communities uh you know the need for education and uh um, uh you know to talk to people uh uh especially young people or, or people who are not uh fully addicted or that this is a really a dangerous uh, uh game This is really uh something that's way out of their hands as far as uh you know what what what, what could happen to them uh, if they uh, begin to use these kind of drugs
0: and even looking at the numbers, and again, numbers that you've cited, that if we compare the number of deaths that are attributed to illicit drugs, that 2020, and again, the, the, that was the year that these reports are looking at, that the number of deaths doubled from 2007. So clearly, I mean, even with population growth, the problem is continuing. It seems to get much, much worse
1: that's right and uh, i think the realization uh on 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 most sides agreement on at least one thing is that this is uh this is no longer really like a criminal justice um a priority uh especially for those who are addicted but it's more like a health priority that um uh most sides have come to realize that it's uh you know it's, it's more than punishment and uh uh, penalties that need to be dealt out here. It's, it's more uh, 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 attention to uh, the issue, uh, the issues behind why people are using it and, uh, you know, attempting to get people off of these drugs. And there's also accountability for uh, people who are using these drugs, too. You know, I mean, you know, there seems to be an acceptability of uh, a widespread use of, uh, of drugs, The uh, pandemic was uh, uh, targeted or has caused a lot of or intensified a lot of the issues of isolation and depression that uh, lead to the use of some drugs. Uh, So, uh, I mean, as I say, accountability everywhere uh, is is going to help control the demand part. And that's the only part I think that... uh, police and everyone else have come to realize that the demand part, controlling that is really the key and the controllable part because the supplies, they can move around so much and it's very easy to, uh, to manufacture and it's so much more potent than heroin that, um, you know, the supply control is really difficult.
0: All right. Timothy Renshaw, thanks so much for your time this morning.
1: Okay, Jill. Thank you.